Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you the everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. And you can easily make money from your own from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Streaming only on Peacock. John Wayne Gacy killed 32. Straight from the killer's mouth. They want you to believe that I alone committed these murders. The new gripping six-part documentary series, John Wayne Gacy, Devil in Disguise. All episodes streaming now, only on Peacock. What do you know about Dr. Dunch? Based on the unbelievable true story. I can't make sense of this. Dr. Death. Dunch has two deaths that we know of. Starring Joshua Jackson with Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin. I am going to fix you. All episodes streaming now, only on Peacock. And and I just realized I was on mute. Welcome to the Culture War. I'm talking the Culture War. This is your host, Baki the Hammer, a.k.a. Frankie. We're talking about the uh, Dante Wright and the body cam footage. I don't have any opinions on it. We're going to see what happened here. We're going to see what happened and unfolded to, towards the rioting. So let's see what goes on here. I'm your host of the Culture War. Baki the Hammer. And this is a graphic warning for anybody. This is a graphic warning here. This is violent. This man is going to die. This is a graphic warning. Do not watch this if you get queasy. Do not watch this if you do not like violence. If you're going to get angry at me for showing this, do not watch this. Do not.
Graphic warning. I'm not going to have an opinion about this until after this is done, but last night was riots. I'm live all, all over here. Okay. So I am live. Alright. Because I'm saying on my dashboard. It's, it's not. Oh shit, what? Wait a second, wait a second. Where? Wow, this is all really fast. She really shot him. That was quick. That was that was quick. But I'll tell you right now, that has nothing to do with racism. She, uh, she clearly made a mistake. She was trying to reach in for a taser. She clearly made a mistake. You can see she clearly made a mistake. That whole situation was so fast. They just need better training. They just need better training. That's all I really need is better training. Um, I'm not going to say that was racism. Hell no. Who's going to say that shit was racism? Come on, man. That shit wasn't racism and that wasn't police brutality. That, that was a fucking accident, man. Let me be very clear. Brooklyn Center Mayor Mike Elliott said Monday... My position is that we cannot afford to make mistakes that lead to the loss of life of other people in our profession. Absolutely. They need better training. This is not a case of racism here. Let's not let's not get into this shit. Let's not even get into this shit. Okay? Let's let's not police brutality? Okay. But it was an accident. This was not intentional. This is not intentional whatsoever. You can see that this was not intentional. You can see how fast that situation is. Do you think that that officer had intent to be brutal when going into this? They were making a routine stop. You can clearly see that. It was a stop. They didn't have intent to go after this guy, it looks like, in the body cam footage. That they were handcuffing him. 
That didn't seem like there was a verbal exchange. It was just quick. He slipped out. He got in his car. They tried to get him. And she shot him. And she was trying to... And she thought she had a taser in her hand, but it was a gun. I'm sure... The way that she's beating herself up right now is worse than, than anything that anybody can ever do to, to her. And that she has to live with on her conscience that she killed a man. And that's something that can't just be taken away. And if we start making this about racism... Or any kind of other shit is just completely wrong. Defunding the police is giving the police less training. Now, I'm not for funding the police. Oh, hell no. I don't want... I don't want to see them get robot cops. You know? I don't even think people have even seen... What, what China's got. China... Because this is this is a site right here. We're going to talk about China. Because let me tell you something. This is what this is what's going to come. And people on the podcast are not going to be able to see this. If you listen to my podcast, you have to watch my live streams to see the visuals of this. And you could time mark it. Because if you're listening to the podcast, you could time mark it, time mark it, and then come back because I upload all my recordings. So, uh, robot dog army. I gotta push this closer to me. But I just have like all my weed stuff. But man, I shouldn't because I have a huge ass desk. Because uh, I have a huge ass desk. Robot Dog Army. Dude, I know, I know RT showed it. Yeah, look at this shit. Yeah, I don't know why this is so small. I don't know why that is so small. Yeah, that's the kind of music they're playing because they think it's fucking tongue-in-cheek. Oh, it's so cheeky. So cheeky, Robot Army. So let's put the Star Wars uh, Empire music into it. We think it's cute and cheeky and tongue-in-cheek because they're robot dogs, so we think it's cute. Shit's not cute, man. Bro, this is a fucking army. An army. A fucking army of robot dogs. Okay?
Look at this shit. Look at this shit. They already got it down. They already got it down pat. And they're gonna do it. They're gonna be the ones to do it. To buy as uh, robots in the mall. The robot dogs. Come on. Like, these things are not gonna be used eventually against us. Get real. Like little fucking demons. Dragons. They were like little dragons or some shit. Why the fuck are they looking like this? This is very fucking weird. Like why are they looking like that? Not sure why they're looking like that. Looks like they're gonna unleash it on the public. But that's what's gonna happen if uh... There's no more human cops. Now, let's let's go to the rioting that was last night. Riots. Okay, several Minnesota businesses looted Sunday, also were ransacked in last year. Clear the Capitol. Crypt America in 2020. Uh, video, street riots have been broken out in the United States. So we're gonna look at, the, so we're gonna look at some videos. Northern Ireland riots rage on for eight nights. So why is there... Okay, so why is there um, riots in Ireland? Let's see what that's about. Violence breaks out in Rajantam. Uh, let's look at the one in Minnesota. In Minneapolis today. Minneapolis riots, fatal, uh, fatal police shooting of black man. So let's see this. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. more flashbang grenades. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, the Jews just gonna tell people oh, it's okay. And rubber bullets on protesters Sunday, hours after a police officer fatally shot a man only 10 miles away from where George Floyd was killed in police custody last year. About 100 protesters confronted police in riot gear, chanting Black Lives Matter and climbing on top of police cars. A witness told Reuters that later, police fired rubber bullets, hitting at least two people and leaving at least one man wounded and bleeding from the head. Protesters later gathered outside the police department, surrounded by hundreds of officers, who set off flashbangs and sprayed chemical irritants at the crowd. In a statement, Brooklyn Center Police said, 
Officers had pulled over a man for a traffic violation just before 2 p.m. and found he had an outstanding arrest warrant. As police tried to arrest him, the driver re-entered his car before an officer shot him. The man then drove off before striking another vehicle and dying at the scene. The victim was later identified by relatives as 20-year-old Dante Wright, according to the local Star Tribune. Police say the officer's body cameras were on during the incident. Minneapolis is already on edge as the murder trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin enters its third week of testimony. Chauvin was captured on video last year, kneeling on the neck of 46-year-old George Floyd for nine minutes as he was handcuffed on the ground. Floyd's death sparked protests across the globe against police brutality and racial injustice. Okay, so they just showed evidence that his knee was not on the neck. Look at that knee. Does that knee look like he's on, it's on the neck? That's on the shoulder. So, the, let's see let's see what some people have to think about this. Mr. Bongino man. A curfew in Minnesota has ended this morning at 6 a.m. Central Time after a night rocked by violent protests following a police-involved shooting. Former NYPD officer and Fox News contributor Dan Bongino is here to react to it. Hey, Dan, what's your reaction? Hey, how are you? Good morning. Doing well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, listen, Ainsley, we have a process, right? This is what separate. By the way, the guy who's pro-censorship, because I deleted my account off Parler. Fuck Parler, because they were... You know, John Maltz, John Matz is not the CEO of Parlor anymore. They changed the whole thing up. And it's not for free speech. They censor people. So fuck Parlor. Separates us from third world republics. You know, it's been set up in that civilization's a thin crust on a volcano, right? Which, which is true. Look at through, throughout the course of human history. Well, what's that thin crust comprised of? It's basically comprised of our police officers that keep law and order and that we all agree to live by a series of rules. Now, sometimes, unfortunately, use of force incidents by police against civilians break bad. Um, you know, I, I was a police officer. The overwhelming majority are good, kind, decent people there to do the right thing. Unfortunately, there are a few bad ones in there sprinkled in the bunch that can do a lot of damage. But, Ainsley, we have a process to weed them out. There are civilian complaint review boards. There's internal affairs. There's the legal system. If you happen to commit a crime as a police officer, you're not immune from that. Why we're ignoring this process, not we, but people involved here in this in this unrest and just throwing it out. I mean, what, what this is, if you want chaos and anarchy and you have no regard whatsoever for what that flag stands for, then this is the way to do it, by jumping to a conclusion before we have any of the facts. So this guy was a, a bad bill. He did not pull over, was trying to evade arrest, was on the phone with his mom. Uh, he ends up... I don't know, I'm sorry. I think, um, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of cops. I know, I know, I have friends that are, that are cops and everything. I'm fans of them, because they're good. Um... But no, I'm not a big fan of cops. I'm not a big fan of what's happening in Pasco County, which I think what's happening in Pasco County is a bigger national thing than anything that's going on 
now because they're legally surveillance people surveilling people in Pasco County the, the sheriffs sheriff deputies and you're not going to talk about that that's why BLM doesn't really care about police brutality um, I think this uh, the surveillance state is more of an issue than anything else because people are being accused of crimes that they haven't even committed and that's totally unconstitutional and we're gonna go into this kind of subject over here and it's because they think it's racism but this is nothing to do with racism it's it's fucking ridiculous and they're they're totally totally tarnishing everything I'm talking about the left. Uh, they're to they totally have no moral high ground on anything. This was a clear accident that shouldn't have happened. And you can see the I showed the body cam footage. This happened so fast, so fast, in in the blink of an eye. And you're not going to tell me. That this has to do with racism. That's phony baloney shit. That is that is phony baloney bullshit. You're not gonna tell me that this stuff is racism right here. Um The woke the wokeness is just fucking ridiculous. Dead. We don't Ooh. know the we don't know the ins and outs of it, but process at night uh make everyone Look, I'd much rather watch Fox because they just don't talk about the race uh, of anybody in this matter. Because it's not important. It's not important. CNN, MSNBC, uh, Fox News, they're all a part of a corporation. Uh, corporations try to subvert us every fucking day. Okay? A government... And corporations try to subvert us every fucking day of our lives. They try to fuck you out of money. They try to fuck you out of uh, work. They try to do so many things. They take away farmland. They do so many things. They fucking try to block out the sun. Bill Gates. Bill Gates, man. The entity of all entities of corporate fucking pieces of filth. It wants to block out half the sun. Okay? That's not a lie. That's not a lie. Bill Gates, and and this is this is why Pete, like I don't understand what the hell is wrong with the new generation, Gen Z. You like forty, like forty four percent of you, or some high number, want corporations to to censor speech? Are you fucking crazy? Like, if speech is censored, and thank goodness I'm on Omelet Arcade. If speech is censored. And this is for all you Gen Zers and younger generation. If you want corporations to censor speech, that means your speech will be censored. Eventually, any it's going to be uh, what you say in a chat, like, hi. It's going to be censored as white supremacy. Or hello, that's that's sexual harassment. That's how, that's how fucking crazy it's getting these days. 
let, let's see here. What, what does this say? David Hogg, Patricia Arquette, and others praise support AOC's video about Capitol riots. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they would. I'm of course they would. Uh, of course they would because uh, this is the face of wokeism right here. David Hoggy boy, the fail, the failed good pillow. Everything was over. Twitter reacts to AOC. My story isn't the only story. Blah 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 blah. Y'all stop invalidating AOC's experience because you aren't. And this is Eliana Omar, and this is about the Capitol riots, which wasn't really that wasn't violent whatsoever. Uh, Y'all stop invalidating AOC's experience because you aren't hearing about the experience of other members. Everyone deals with trauma differently. Her stories are validating. For so many of us with similar experiences, and she is showing people that vulnerability is strength. In what way is vulnerability strength? In what way is vulnerability strength? And lying. How is lying and vulnerability strength? You know, that's what gives people an advantage these days is lying and vulnerability. It really does. Uh, you could lie lie through your teeth and get and, and, and get millions of dollars. You can be vulnerable and it it's completely phony and a lie. It's completely phony and a lie, because AOC's a fucking phony, so is Ilyan Omar. Completely a lie. And people will still believe it. Like it's a, like it like it's the truth, and that's just ridiculous. That is ultra r r ridiculous. I don't know how people can even believe whatever these people fucking say whatsoever. They are they are the parasites in government. Because I'm not for Republicans or Democrats. Let me tell you, it's just it just it. I don't know what's with Republicans. They're just saying all the right things these days. When it comes to war, they're terrible in foreign policy. They're absolutely horrible. But the the left, the neoliberals, the parasites in government, because that's what they are. These are all parasites that feed off you because all of our money goes to them. Let's let's continue with the squad and David Hoggy. Here's uh, Jimmy Gomez. I I don't know who Jimmy Gomez is. Proud at AOC shared her experience from January six. Most MOCs are now just beginning to talk about the trauma caused by January six. Flashbacks, unable to sleep, agitated, angry, and emotional. Yet at the same time, feeling guilty about these emotions because the country is suffering through covid really so they're going to keep on talking about january 6 and they're just going to keep on going on about it and cry about it what about what about all the people who have lost their businesses last year this is all phony from them 
This is all phony. They, they were not under any threats in January 6th. This is all phony. All these feelings that they have are fucking phony. These are parasites in government. Fucking other dimensional entities who feed off your energy and your money and tell you what you can and can't do when they have no bearing in what you do in your life. And they're going to get on TV and and take up the time of shit that's actually going on. And these anchors are getting paid by these big corporations to subvert you and to fuck you. Because that's what they keep on doing is put it, putting a big middle finger up to you. And this is Patricia Arquette. Uh, thank you for your vulnerability, for your vulnerability and honesty and bravery. I'm so grateful to God that you are okay. I pray that justice will be served. What justice? What justice? People felt like on uh, during the election that they weren't being heard, that they felt like the election was t was taken from them. We had to hear for four years with fucking Russia, okay? With Russiagate. That Russians in the 2016 election helped Donald Trump win the election. And we had to hear for four years. And one day that people got pissed off. It is nonstop that we have to hear this shit. And all of last year, businesses got destroyed. People died. Businesses got looted. Small businesses... Fuck the big businesses. Small businesses got looted and destroyed. Okay? And they just continuously lied. And they're just screaming to start shit. Because they want to amplify this to the point where we're fucking killing each other. And that's what they want to do. And they do not give a shit. They're even putting this into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay? And they're calling the Winter Soldier a colonizer. Bucky Barnes was a World War II veteran who fought against the fucking Nazis. Okay? Has anybody read the Captain America comics? Anybody? Captain America and Bucky Barnes fought against the Nazis. How can you say that he's a colonizer? This is how far it's fucking going. That anything has to do with America, when we fought the Nazis, and we crushed the Nazis in World War II, now Nazi heroes are colonizers. Not Nazi heroes. Guys who fought against the Nazis that are heroes. So here's the burn identity, at burn underscore identity. Who, nobody knows who the fuck that is. Who is that? Don't even have a real name. And and and, and they made a clip putting this person in with a bunch of influencers and government parasites. Cannot begin to tell you how much I appreciate the courage you had to share. I've literally been in tears because what you shared has so much personal relevance to me. But I never shared... I kept things to myself 
internalized out of fear and judgment. Yes, let's make a safe space. Oh, God. And and they're going to talk about Parler being a space safe space for conservatives, but she literally just said safe space. Okay, and here's David Hogg, David Hoggy boy. He, him. Oh, my God, he is he, him in there. What a fucking loser. What a fucking loser. Oh, my goodness. This guy is pathetic. At David Hogg 111, hearing at AOC talk about what happened on 1-6 sound like many of my friends after the shooting at our high school has me shook to my core. Yeah, you're in another building too, dude. Uh, this is a sitting congresswoman. We all need to be deeply concerned for the future of our democracy. Really? Um, you're the one who's subverting the democracy, David Hogg, because you're a propagandist and a piece of shit. You couldn't even make it with Good Pillow. Kiss my ass. And then here's Rashida Tlaib, who actually does have a good track record as a congresswoman unlike AOC. Uh, you are going to be wondering, Mom, AOC teared up again thinking of just how bad it was and scared to think how much more worse it could have easily been. Yeah, it could have been worse. So that's why these feelings are really fraudulent. And who's this? Mina Harris. I'm grateful for AOC speaking vulnerable, vulnerably about the drama she experienced at the Capitol insurrection. But I'm so angry that she had that she has to. That there has been zero accountability. That no members of Congress have been expelled. It's disgraceful and shameful. No, what's really shameful is that. Because of a reply to somebody's tweet, that person who didn't even make the tweet, AOC sent cops to that person's house who didn't even make the threat. She sent it to the home of somebody who criticized her. AOC is a fascist. The Democrats are fascists. They do fascist things. They, put, they try to, to enact fascist policies. They try to destroy your First Amendment. They're totally for corporate takeover. Uh, they love the surveillance state and for everybody to be surveilled, especially because this is what they want to do to their enemies within the country, okay, because they look at us as their enemies. They don't look at us as uh, fellow countrymen. They look at us as their enemies. This is not like a friendly situation where um, – this is friendly debate anymore. They look at us as enemies. This is a culture war. This is full-out cultural civil war. This is not something that... Because, um, yeah, we live amongst each other every day. And there's people that don't give a shit about this stuff. But, yeah, they're here to subvert you. You're the enemy. You're a fucking racist. And that's just the bottom line. There's nothing that you can say or do to say that you're not a racist. You are a racist. 
This is totally in their mind. They don't give a shit what you've done in your life and what you and who you are. You're a fucking racist. That's just the bottom line. And it's terrible that we even have to talk like this, but nobody but I don't think anybody's a racist. Okay? When I meet somebody, I don't automatically think off the bat, oh, because you're white, you're a racist, but this is what they think. They think things are super spreader events, which we're getting to the point because, you know, that the left, um, they don't have much on the moral high ground anymore. They're fucking idiots. They're really stupid. Uh, I just want to read something from Instagram. Let's, let's pull up Instagram. Cause, cause we're going to pull up a, a, a good, a good meme here. <laughs> Woke folk, Bill Gates, normies. And this is uh, charred underscore not underscore sure. Woke folk, Bill Gates, normie. Normies. <laughs> I just want to check one more, one more buyer. Uh, if you think someone who has 500,000 shares with Monsanto, which this is Bill Gates right here. Uh, injured thousands of people with vaccines, plans to block out the sun, advocated for microchipping, sponsored Marina Abramovich, has your best interest in, at heart, you're a special kind of, stu of stupid. Special kind of stupid is right. Uh, it's a special kind of stupid to even, to even, uh, agree going with these people look they don't even i feel like i'm talking about this at the end of either the beginning of every podcast or every, end of every podcast um they clearly say it's not about equality anymore it's about equity so they're it's all about clout chasing money and and discrediting a whole race of people which is white people Look, like a black race of people hasn't taken over another another races of people's land or their own per races of people land in all of this world that has been existing. I mean, this is fucking ridiculous that we that people are even being this way, acting this way, that their ancestry is not guilty of anything. Okay? This is fucking nuts. This is fucking crazy. What about even before slavery? How was your ancestry? Really? This is fucking nuts. Uh, we're only going by American culture here. Let's even go back before American culture. Seriously. Because they're going to say that we're Americans are so colonizing. Let's talk about the whole history of the fucking world. It's been a colonization. And what? You don't think people who are from the old world even before America existed aren't even taking over America right now? It's been happening. It's fucking crazy that we have to sit here and think that these people have the moral high ground. Uh, Julian Castro. 
uh, a guy who ran for president that absolutely failed. Thank you for sharing your experience at AOC. So many lives were put at risk because lawmakers fanned the flames of violence. Extremists and law enforcement failed to take the threat seriously. We can't move on from this attack until those responsible are held accountable. Are these fucking people nuts? Are these fucking, these fucking people are psycho. Uh, hello, Lexi Bass. Hello, how are you? Nice, to, nice to meet you. I'm uh, getting towards the end of the podcast, so uh, you are getting in pretty late. I have uh, five minutes and nineteen seconds left. I'm good. Political talks, yes. Political talks, it yes, yes. Political talks. Um, sorry about that. That you did get in the end. Yes, this is all political talks. I'm not sure which side of the fence you're on, but I'm not a. Republican or Democrat, so I criticize both. Um, but right now, I am crit- criticizing AOC, and um, and yeah, I'm criticizing the left, libertarian. Good, uh, good. Me too. Uh, well, well, I'm a registered limita- libertarian, but I am an anarcho-capitalist. That's the closest affiliation I probably have. Uh, I do podcasts daily. So if you'd like to subscribe to my channel, you you can. Um, I do stream on all those platforms. I don't know. I think I might be gaming later and still talking about while I'm gaming some more of this stuff. Oh, thank you, Lexi's Bass. I appreciate that. Um, my, I also have a podcast on Spotify. It's called The Culture War. Um, I'm actually on episode 36 today. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what you think about the riot. Well, the the riot on January 6th. Um, I don't think it was that big of a deal. I don't really um, respect her her experience. Um, A cop came to save her and she thought it was somebody coming in to try to kill her. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, There was another riot in Minnesota last night. I showed the body cam footage, Lexi's bass, about um, what happened last night. I don't like AOC. Me either. I think she's a phony. I think she's a phony, Lexi's Bass. She's she's a she's a, an incredible phony and a horrible actress. Um, she she calls the surge in illegal immigration. Um, she calls it uh, when they say surge, it's insurgency. She says it's insurg insurgency. We're looking at them as enemies. They look at us as the enemies. You know, I'm I'm actually gonna keep on going with this and do because usually I do a part two. Just because because you came on the stream late, I'm gonna do a part two uh, on my podcast and keep it going more than forty minutes because I think there's more things I really do have to talk about and get and get out of my system here because I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous that um, uh, I think it's ridiculous that they keep on doing this. Uh, let's let's con- let's continue with Julian Castro's uh, tweet. So many lives were put at risk because lawmakers fanned the flames of violent extremists, and law enforcement failed to take the threat seriously. We can't move on from this attack until those responsible are accountable. Really, really, Julian Castro, what a beta male, what a fucking beta male. Uh, Constance vigilance. Uh, I've now watched Evan, Rachel Wood, Chloe Bailey, and AOC cry on camera. 
There are so many different ways the world hurts women and their tears don't even guarantee justice or peace. Listen, listen, like, I mean, this shit is just so ridiculous. These people are so faux, phony. Bro, what the fuck are they even saying, right? They're just, they live in a bubble. They are so in denial. They are so in denial, these people, about January 6th. They felt like the, the election was stolen from them. They're allowed to feel that way. Absolutely. We had to hear about Russiagate for four years, which was phony. The Russians did not interfere in the in the January uh, in, the, in the 2016 election. I'm sparkly. I'm bubbly. And together, we're Mineragua. The fresh, sparkling water for those who are bubbling over with life. And crave new experiences. Are you thirsty for adventure, more laughs, and more excitement? With Mineragua in hand, it's easy to live life with sparkle. Just look for the glass bottles with tiny bubbles wrapped in blue. And you'll taste and feel the difference of Mineragua sparkling water. Mineragua. Get your fizz. What do you know about Dr. Dunch? Based on the unbelievable true story. I can't make sense of this. Dr. Death. Dunch has two deaths that we know of. Starring Joshua Jackson with Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin. I am going to fix you. All episodes streaming now, only on Peacock. Peacock fuels your true crime obsession with exclusive new originals like John Wayne Gacy, Devil in Disguise. He said to me, clowns can get away with murder. Dr. Death. The Undoctored Story. This guy's dangerous. And Epstein's shadow, Ghislaine Maxwell. She inherited Jeffrey Epstein's secrets. There was this whole other world going on. Plus the most bingeable crime series, Buried in the Backyard and Snapped. And with the Dateline 24-7 channel that's always on. Did you want her death? You can't not obsess. Sign up now at PeacockTV.com. Made plans for summer child care yet? If not, don't worry. Care.com can help. At Care.com, you can find trusted, reliable, and affordable sitters near you with flexibility that fits your summer plans. And because the best decisions are made with Care, 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step for families to make strong hiring decisions. This summer, get help with activities, tutoring, pickups, drop-offs, and more. Sign up now at Care.com. Stand up. Really, really can't. I can't, I can't stand uh, anything that has to do with them. D now, here we go. We're just going to keep on watching this shit right here. Uh, thank you at AOC for sharing your story with us. AOC, okay. So I didn't get to read that person's uh, thing right there, but let me uh, read it. Thank you, AOC, for sharing your story with us. As a combat veteran, I felt every single world word you said here. I don't want anyone to experience the fears, uh, uncertainty, and trauma of terrorism. So now we're terrorists. We're fucking terrorists, man. Dude, um, I wouldn't doubt in the Trump administration, I probably got taken off a watch list. And then going, going back on the Trump administration... Uh, going back off the Trump administration, um, probably, I'm probably um, back on the watch list being under the Biden administration. I'm taking a toke of the pop, man. These people are fucking nuts. We're all terrorists, dude. 
AOC. AOC sheltering in Katie Porter's office. And then later, having her trauma named by Ayanna Presley makes me emotional for so many reasons. But among them, profound relief that they have each other. Women having women. Peers is everything. And this is Ether, Esther Cho, MD, MPH. God, these people are fucking ridiculous, man. Women don't have women's back. That's bullshit, number one. Because they don't care about all what, what all women have to say. They're fucking liars. If a woman has a different opinion from them, they they tend to shit on them, okay? Just like when when black people disagree with woke left black people, they fucking and and anybody on the left, they which white liberals will say racist shit to black people that do not agree with them, okay? We've seen it. We've saw it. They fucking are racist. They fucking say racist shit to black people that who don't that don't agree with their woke ideology. Okay? I can't believe we even have to say that, but we've seen it. Like, blatantly. So it's true. It's not like it's false. Uh, this is part two of Talking the Culture War. Um, it's on Spotify um, and all the major platforms. Spotify, oh, Amazon, Audible, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I'm streaming live on Omelette Arcade, Twitch, VK, uh, DLive. No YouTube anymore. I'm not doing YouTube. Fuck YouTube. So let's continue seeing this, uh, these pieces of shit. Leslie Mack. At Leslie Mack. I'm sitting here after hearing AOC recount her experience on 1-6 and can't help but think of the way they're trying to make like what happened on January 6th into 9-11. And that's fucking awful. Okay? They compared it to 9-11. Okay? That shit is just fucking wrong. I remember how 9-11 was. I saw people falling out of buildings. It was fucking awful. There's still questions about that day that still haven't been answered. And can't help but think of the way... This nation responded to Charlottesville. Another fucking, another fucking lie. My friends who were there expressed the same trauma and fear. That guy was a piece of shit. That guy was a piece of shit who did that. That doesn't make everybody who was there like that. That doesn't make everybody... On one side like that. They think anybody who doesn't agree with them is like the guy at Charlottesville. That's what they really think. They don't think anything else of it. They really think if you disagree with them... That you're like the guy who, who ran out over that person on, at, at Charlottesville that day. They look at all the January 6th people as the guy who ran who, who the, as the guy who ran over everybody, uh, the guy who ran over that that woman at, at Charlottesville. That's how they look at all of you. 
They look at you as Dylan Roof. That's the that's the face that they look look at. And they associate all white people with. Is Dylan Roof and the Charlottesville guy? And how awful is that? Because not, none of us are like that. A lot of there's a majority of us who are not like that. We're not like Dylan Roof. We're not like the Charlottesville guy. But this is how they look at us. My friends who were there expressed the same trauma and fear. But the country acted like nothing happened. We cannot do that again. Do what again? Do what again? So you keep all of Washington, D.C. fenced up? And you want to keep Americans out, but Americans are not allowed to keep anybody else out. But our government is allowed to keep all of us out. So we can't let that happen again. So that means we live in authoritarian country. That we live in a fascist country. That's what the left wants. The left wants fascism and authoritarianism. There is nothing else that they want more than this. They are for censorship. They are for violating privacy rights. They are for taking away of your own protection for yourself. And they're calling you terrorists. This is clear talk of people who are looking at others as, as enemies. This is not this these are not people that are that are looking at you as fellow countrymen. These are people that are looking at you as your that you are the enemy. They call you terrorists. They call they call you every kind of thing underneath the sun to humiliate you. To degrade you, to dehumanize you, and if if there's nothing else that you could look at, other than that, I don't know, I don't know what you're looking at, because, um, I'm telling you, because this this shit is wrong, man. This shit is really not right whatsoever. And and we gotta know that this shit is not right. That they're purposely just doing this to subvert us. Like, like, the, the corporations that are trying to make a local government bow down to them. The state government bow down to them. It's fucking crazy, man. So let's, let's keep on reading what they have to say. Mary McLean. I emphasize and appreciate your speaking out at AOC. Thank you. I felt triggered and re-traumatized for the past four years. Uh, example, example of those corporations. Well, what about the MLB trying to come down on the whole state of Georgia for, for having ID laws? Look, I, I mean for showing your ID to vote. I mean, everybody's got an ID. We were indoctrinated and born into the system. Uh, so the MLB doesn't want to do any games in Georgia. Let's, let's, let's go to that.
MLB Georgia. Okay, so MLB moving All-Star game from Atlanta over over Georgia voting law. So this is on ESPN. So they're really not playing around. Let's let, let's look at this shit. We have 101 days until July 13th when the All-Star game had been scheduled. Where does Major League Baseball go from here? Well, that's a good question. A bunch of teams are saying bring the All-Star game to our city because it's such a great attraction. San Diego, at least to me, makes a lot of sense. Beautiful. Why? You can't really go. Routine. You can't go out you anywhere. Can't go into San Diego. That makes sense. You can't go out but anywhere. Since we're honoring the great Henry Aaron, and Henry Aaron began his career in Milwaukee. It seems to me playing the All Star game in Milwaukee indoors might be a pretty good idea, also. So, again, a bunch of teams are involved. This is not going to be in LA, which is next year. We're not. Okay. But that's what. But corporations are trying to make state governments bow down to them. I live in Florida. Imagine, which look the Tampa Bay Rays can't do shit, and the MLB can't do shit because Tampa Bay Bays don't really make Florida a lot of money. They just don't. They just don't. Nobody really gives a shit about baseball. I mean, a lot of people went to the to the World Series game and they won the World Series. It's fucking great, but not a lot of people give a shit about baseball down here. And they and they tried to say that shit down here with with us, but fuck that, man. Uh Major League Baseball announced Friday that it is moving the 2021 All-Star game out of Atlanta in response to a new Georgia law that has civil rights groups concerned about its potential to restrict voting uh access for people of color. Uh, the 2021 MLB Draft, a new addition to All-Star Game uh, festivities this year, will also be relocated. In a statement, MLB co uh, Commissioner Rob, Man uh, Manfred, uh, Rob Manfred said, uh, The league is uh, finalizing a new host city, and details about these events will be announced shortly. A source told ESPN that the 2022 All-Star Game is still planned for Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles and that there and that uh that site won't be moving up to fill the void this summer. Over the last week, we have engaged in uh thoughtful conversations with clubs, uh former and current players, uh the the Players Association and the Players Alliance. Let me make this bigger cuz I can't see. Uh, the Players Association and the Player Alliance, among other, among others, to listen to the views, Manfred said in a statement, "I have decided that the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport is by relocating this year's All-Star Game and MLB Draft." Really, really, <sighs> pathetic. Major League Baseball fundamentally uh, supports voting rights for all Americans. And, and opposes restrictions to the ballot box. In 2020, MLB became the first uh, professional sport league to join the nonpartisan civic alliance to help build a future in which everyone participates in shaping the United States. We proudly use our platform to encourage baseball fans and communities th uh, throughout our country 
to perform our, their civil their civic duty and actively participate in the voting process. Their access to voting continues to have our game's unwavering support. The Atlanta Braves said they were deeply disappointed by our outcome. This was neither our decision nor our recommendation, and we were sadly that we were saddened that fans will not be able to see this event in our city. The team said in a statement, the Braves organization will continue to stress the importance of equal voting opportunities, and we, uh, dude, they're fucking baseball. You guys are playing baseball. What does this have to do with baseball? Opportunities. We had hoped our city could use the event as a platform to enhance the discussion. Our city has always been known as a uniter. <laughs> and a uniter. Thank you. Thank you, Lexi Bass. Uh, in, in, in divided times. And we will miss the opportunity to address issues that are important to our community. Unfortunately... Businesses, employees, and fans in Georgia are the victims of this decision. So they're the victims of this decision because you're pulling out because you don't agree that people should be able to – they have to give their ID first so they could vote. And the only thing is you have to show – you have to show some form of ID to get a mail-in ballot. That's why they're really pissed. Because you have to show a form of ID to get a mail-in ballot, and it's going to take nine days to get your mail-in ballot. That's what they're really pissed about. How pathetic. So, it's like they're advocating for criminals. Pretty much. The Players' Alliance, consisting of more than 100 current and former players... Who have united in an effort to empower black communities came out in support of MLB's decision with a statement that read in part, we want to make our voice heard loud and clear in our opposition of the recent Georgia legislation that not only disproportionately disenfranchises the black community, but also paves the way for other states to pass similar harmful laws based largely on widespread falsehoods and disinformation. Ha! <laughs> Ridiculous. Let's see here. Well, let's see what Lexi, Lexi's bass. If you want to vote, you have to have, you have to live here. Otherwise, uh, voter fraud, right? Yeah, Absolutely. You have to live in a place where you're going to vote. You can't let outside influence just come into the place where you live and try to subvert your living, you know? I mean, I don't even live in the place where I grew up anymore, but I I am a resident here. I live in the state of Florida, so I am allowed to vote here, even though I was born in New York. I'm not subverting anybody's way of living, though. I'm pretty sure I agree with a lot of people that live in the area where I live. Uh, we want to make our voice heard loud and clear in our opposition to the recent Georgia legislation 
that not only disproportionately disenfranchise disenfranchises the black community. In what way does this disenfranchise the black community? In what way? How? In what way? Do a lot of people in the black community not have an ID? I don't think so. That's fucking bullshit. So in what way does this does that does that do does that I'm not understanding. I am not understanding, dude. Oh man. I feel like things are just more bizarre world. I totally agree with you, Lexi's Bass. I totally agree with you. I feel like we live in fucking bizarre world. Everything is racist, everything is sexist, everything's homophobic, everything is Islamophobic, everything is fucking xenophobic, everything is transphobic, like, I, like, they're just, they're just waiting to point at the next thing, and right now the George Floyd, Derek Chauvin trial is going on, should we watch a little bit of that, because honestly, I, I don't even know if I want to watch, watch the rest of that. But also paves the way for other states to pass similar, uh, similarly harmful laws based largely on widespread falsehoods and disinformation. Uh, we stand in support of MLB's decision to move the 2021 All-Star Game. So this is the Players Alliance. <laughs> Player Alliance stands united in support of Major League Baseball's decision to move the 2021 All-Star Game out of the state of Georgia during the pivotal time of racial turmoil and in, in inequality. No, no, no. No, no, no. You guys don't talk about equality anymore. Okay? You don't talk about equality anymore. That's phony baloney shit. You talk about equity. You don't talk about inequality. You bring that shit up in equality, but then you don't bring it up because you want only equity. Okay? I mean, and they're, they're changing the term money to equity because that's all they want is, is money. Uh, we want to make our voices, we want to make our voice heard loud and clear. In our opposition of the recent Georgia legislation that not only disproportionately disenfranchises the black community, but also paves the way for other states to pass similarly harmful laws based largely on widespread falsehoods and disinformation. Uh, while we support those in need in whichever city the game is ultimately relocated to, we will also uphold our com uh, commitment to those Georgians we've already planned to serve. We will use our voice, our platform, and our, our partnerships now more than ever to create real, tangible change for the black community, to stand up for the every American's right to vote. We will not be silenced. We won't, be, we won't back down in the fight for racial equality. We will never stop breaking barriers to the ballot box. By the way, they're, I, everything that they're doing right now, they're about to get destroyed at the ballot box in 2022. They are. The Republican Party is reshaping everything. Trump is going up, uh, going against uh, Mitch McConnell and Mike Pence. Oh yeah, that's happening, man. 
That's happening. Am I signing with Google or am I signing with Facebook? I'm not sure even what I'm signing as. I think I'm. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm signing with my Apple account. I know that, or maybe my. If I'm signing with my Facebook account, then I'm screwed. Ah, Ed. Oh yeah, shit! I am signing with my Facebook account. Damn, man. Edit profile. Hmm. Rachel Maddow. Donald Trump apparently thinks he's still president. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. But yeah. He's, oh, you know what? I found it. I got it on a cloud hub. I totally forgot I had it on a cloud hub. Because that's the last thing I shared. Because while, while the left is doing all this shit, doing all this kooky nonsense, Trump's going in. This is on Newsbreak. Yep, yeah, this is on Newsbreak, and you can find this on my Cloud Hub. Get out of here, I'm already subscribed. Trump goes after Pence, McConnell, and speech to the GOP donors. It was supposed to be a unifying weekend for a Republican Party at war with itself over former President Trump's divisive leadership. Divisive? No. I don't give a shit, man. I want Trump to go after the neocons. Why wouldn't anybody want Trump to go after the neocons, okay? Like, that's fucking nuts. This is why I like Donald Trump. He's going after the neocons. He's going after the neocons of the party. This is great. Why wouldn't I want Trump to do this? But Trump himself shattered two days of relative peace in his closing remarks to the GOP's top donors. When he insulted the party's Senate leader and his wife. Yes. Yes. I love this. Thank you, Trump. Ahead, ahead of the inevitable only speech at Trump's new home inside his Mar-a-Lago resort, the former president's advisors said he would emphasize his commitment to his party and, and the Republican unity. Trump veered sharply from prepared remarks Saturday night and instead slammed Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, as a stone-cold loser, <laughs> oh my goodness, and mocked McConnell's wife, Elaine Chow, Elaine Chow, who was Trump's transportation secretary. Trump also said he was disappointed in his vice president, Mike Pence. <laughs> and used a profanity in in assessing McConnell according to I want to see the speech I want to see the speech 
I have to see the speech. According to multiple people in attendance who are not authorized to publicly discuss what was said in a private session, he said McConnell had not thanked him properly for putting Chow, who was Labor Secretary under President George W. Bush, in his cabinet. McConnell's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment Sunday. Man, I love that Trump shitting on the neocons. Why wouldn't anybody love that Trump is shitting on the neoconservatives? Uh, Trump's words left some attendees feeling uncomfortable. He should. They should feel uncomfortable. Absolutely feel uncomfortable. You are not on the right side of anything. So we're kicking your asses out. I, I love that Trump is saying this. McConnell is a stone-cold loser. Okay? Cocaine Mitch McConnell, the guy who helped Bill Clinton smuggle cocaine on his yacht. Okay? Mitch McConnell's a fucking loser. And I always told, thought Mitch McConnell was a fucking loser. I never agreed with Mitch McConnell throughout the whole fucking four years that Trump was president that I agree with any fucking Republicans. Like, like Mitch McConnell. I do not like them. And I've said throughout all of Trump's four years and shit on these fucking people. Because I dislike them so much. Uh, and I really, 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 really do not like Mike Pence either. Former House Speaker Newt Gingrich. He's getting in. <laughs> did not defend Trump as he left Palm Beach on Sunday. Well, I don't like you, Newt, Newt Gingrich. You look like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. We are we are much better off if we if we keep focusing on the Democrats. Period. No, that's not true, Gingrich. That's not true. You look like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Let's let's put Newt Gingrich up, okay? The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man-esque looking motherfucker. Okay? Here's here's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man talking. This guy could shut the fuck up, this house speaker, okay? He was he was former house speaker. So he's he's also a government parasite. See, I just don't call the left the government parasites. I also call people that are Republicans government parasites. Uh, we are much better off keep focusing on the Democrats. No. There's also a lot of fucked up shit that goes on in the Republican Party too. And I'm glad Trump is fucking going after you guys. Uh, Saturday's speech was the final address of... The Dude, do you have... Any original insight? Can you say anything, anything even remotely intelligent? Yeah, uh, I can. I actually can. What, because I'm ranking on Republicans? Do you like Republicans? Do you want Trump to like Republicans? Rude. What's rude? <laughs> hey, 
Him. Yeah, he is rude. <laughs> so let's see here. Saturday speech. Attacking my character, you're not the argument. Yes. Yeah. I think I think they're saying I'm rude. Yeah, you you are rude. Saturday's speech was the final. You know, I, I you know Ash Bastion. I did smoke a lot of pot. Uh, Saturday's speech was the final address of the Republican National Committee's weekend donor summit in Palm Beach. Most of the RNC's closed door gathering was held at a luxury hotel a few miles away from Mar-a-Lago. Attendees were bused to Trump's club for his remarks. <laughs> so, so, they had to get busted. I like that they had to all get busted there. I like that he's treating them like this because the Republicans do get to deserve to be treated like this. They're the ones who started the illegal wars for the oil in the Middle East and that we're still occupying other, other fucking places that we shouldn't be. While a significant faction of the Republican Party hopes to move past Trump's divisive leadership, no, he's going to break down the whole Republican Party. Thank goodness. Uh, the location of the event and the former president's uh, prominent speaking slot suggests that the GOP, at least for now, is not ready to replace Trump as its undisputed leader, the chief fundraiser. Yeah, because an overwhelming amount of people in the party still want him to be leader of the party. Ahead of his latest attack on fellow Republicans, Trump's team reported that his remarks were intended to reinforce his continued leadership role in Republican affairs, a short break from past presidents. Yeah, by calling them stone-cold idiots, uh, stone-cold losers. I love it. Uh, Saturday's speech will be welcome, welcomed words to the Republican donors visiting Mar-a-Lago to hear directly from President Trump. Trump's advisor, Jason Miller, said Palm Beach is the, mo uh, is the new political power center and President Trump is the Republican Party's best uh, messenger. <laughs> yeah, because Florida is going to be uh, definitely uh, the new power-playing power state. We just had WrestleMania here over the weekend with a full crowd. And we got medical marijuana here. And there's a lot of people that are coming here. Ooh, yeah. Uh, the new tension between Trump and establishment-minded Republican leaders comes to, as GOP officials are trying to play down an internal feud over his role in the party. His commitment to Republican fundraising and his plans for 2024, Trump is also continuing to insist that the last election was stolen from him, uh, repeating false claims that Joe Biden won the election only because of voter fraud. Wow, this is great. <laughs> Such claims ultimately fueled January 6th attack on the Capitol. Oh, man. This is this. Wow. So Trump is pretty much uh, going against the grain right now. Big time. I think Trump's uh, looking looking to go after the Republican Party. He's not looking to go after the Democrats right right now. He's I, I don't Trump's been really down low about criticizing the left, and he's been he's been criticizing the Republican Party more than the left. 
Uh, McConnell and Chow have been particularly critical of Trump's role in encouraging the insurrection. Whoa! Chow resigned from her uh, from her post in protest. Pence uh, presided over a congressional session that certified Biden's election victory over Trump. Wow! Uh, Rep. Liz Cheney, uh, Republican Wyoming, was among uh, ten House Republicans who joined every Democrat in voting to impeach Trump for inspiring the January sixth. Attack. Seven Republican uh, senators later voted to convict Trump, even after he had left office. <laughs> uh, the former, well, well, Ash, Ash, Ash Bastion, I don't think you're rude. You can really say whatever you want. I'm probably just not going to answer um, the, intel- the intelligent remark. Yeah, I know I'm late in saying that. <laughs> Uh, seven Republican senators later voted to convict Trump even after he had left office. I'm a pothead, dude. I'm 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 a peaceful guy. Uh, the former president is using the, the same language that he knows provoked violence on January 6th as a party. We need to be focused on the future. We need to be focused on embracing the a Constitution, not embracing insurrection. Cheney told CBS, face the nation. How about deface the nation? <laughs> Trump and his allies have already promised to fuel primary challenges against Cheney and those Republicans who supported his impeachment. So there is actually a civil war inside of the Republican Party. Uh, Trump's faction against John Bolton, Liz Cheney faction of the Republican Party. That's why John Bolton was more interested in primarying and winning the House more than trying to help Trump become president. Uh, the Republicans really didn't want to back Trump once again, um, of course. You know, and that's the Republican establishment, by the way. And while the Republican National Committee signaled its commitment to Trump by hosting its spring donor summit at his doorstep. Trump's commitment to the GOP is far from certain. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, Trump could eventually go third party. He might say he, he never will do that, but it's looking like that. And I think he's trying to co-op all the Republicans and conservatives from the Republican Party and take them to a third party. Earlier in the year, he, he raised the possibility of creating a new political party Right before that paragraph, uh, I even saw this paragraph. <laughs> I started talking about it. Uh, just just a month ago, Trump's p- political action committee sent letters to R- to the RNC and others asking them to immediately cease and desist uh, the unauthorized use of President Donald J. Trump's name, image, and or likeness in all fundraising persuasion and or issue speech. GOP officials saw Trump's weekend par- participation as a sign that he will willingly willing to lend his name to the party. At the same time, he continues to aggressively accumulate campaign cash to fuel his own political ambitions. Yeah, that's true. I get emails all the time. Uh, Trump has accumulated a total of roughly 85 million so far. 
a small fortune that rivals the RNC's bank account. He has teased the pro- the prospect of another presidential run in 2024, but has but has also positioned himself to play the role of kingmaker for Republicans who may run if he does not. The weekend gathering featured Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Arkansas uh, Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton among other early 2024 GOP prospects. In his remarks Friday night. Cotton leaned into the GOP's culture wars, attacking the Democrats' positions on transgender transgendered youth, voter ID laws, and Major League Baseball's decision to move its All-Star game to protest Republican voting laws. DeSantis, uh, who spoke before Trump on Saturday night, also seized on corporations and business leaders who have begun joining the the Democrats' fight against GOP-backed voting legislation, moving through state legislators across the country, including Florida. Critics and, vo- critics and voting experts suggest the new laws would make it more difficult for black Americans and Latinos to cast ballots. In what way? In what ways? For Sure, for Latinos, it's because you're an illegal immigrant. Even though you get an ID in New York, so why don't you just move to New York? DeSantis specifically warned Saturday that there would be consequences for business leaders who pressure lawmakers in Florida as they did in Georgia, but neither DeSantis nor Cotton attacked any fellow Republicans. Yeah, I don't see that's going to happen. Only when I feel like DeSantis is not going to do it because he's just a governor. Meanwhile, the second rank it, the second ranking Republican senator, South Dakota's John John Thune, gently condemned Trump's attack on McConnell. I think a lot of that rhetoric is, you know, it's part of the style and a tone that comes with the former uh, president. Thune said on Fox News Sunday. But I think he and Mitch McConnell have a uh, common goal, and that is getting the majority back in 2022. And in the end, hopefully, that will be the thing that unites us. Because if we want to defeat and succeed against the Democrats and get that majority back, that's the best way to do it. No, I think we should just get rid of all the neocons. Absolutely get rid of all the neocons. Why not get rid of them? They, they've they been the shit that's been the worst for so many years. And now they're joining up with the left because they don't have any legs to stand on anymore whatsoever. They have zero, zero legs to stand on, bro. Zero. Zero legs to stand on, dude. They can't do it. And you know why they have zero legs to stand on? Uh, because they don't come in with no facts whatsoever. They just come in with bullshit, dude. They they don't they don't have a thought in their brain. But they're pretty smart because you know what they're doing. They're the ones who are winning. You know, it's definitely it's definitely not us. They're the ones who are subverting free speech. They're the ones who are. 
going after small businesses, which they've been doing for years. They say Facebook is a private business. They can do whatever they want, but people can't bake a cake for gay people. So they don't respect private. They don't respect private businesses that subvert. Um, because they don't think if they really cared about the rights for others, they would care about free speech, and they don't. Uh, okay, let's read some comments. The difference between Trump and Biden. When Trump speaks. Uh, the facts about people, places, and things come out. When Biden speaks, nothing factual, truthful, or coherent even ever comes out. That's the difference between a president that's for putting America and its legal American citizens first and a corrupt, uh, mindless puppet that puts his own interests first. Yeah, who doesn't like that Trump's going after the Republican Party? This is great. There's, there's nothing better than that, man. Than Trump going after the Republican Party. So, I'm done with the podcast. Um, I got like two minutes and 20, like two minutes left. Two minutes and like 30 seconds left of this shit. Whatever, how many I got left. Um, this is a pretty good podcast. Thanks, Lexi's Bass and uh, Ash Bastion for coming into the, the chat. And chatting along with me. Uh, and putting input in. I like when people put input in on the chat, for sure. I will answer. So, but yeah, this has been a good podcast episode. We got a lot of things out of the way. Uh, we showed the footage. We talked about it. We discussed about it as we as as we watched it, which was fucking fast as hell. And then the reaction to it, the rioting, which is happening. It's not a protest. They're just going to continue to call it protest. It's not. Honestly, she just needed better training. Shit happens. A life was lost, which was horrible. Because that is terrible when that happens. Um, and that's it, you know? I'll be uploading this to BitChute, uh, Rumble, and Odyssey. Uh, this will also be uploaded to Spotify, Amazon Audible. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Sprecher. And, um, yeah. Ooh, this is a good morning and a good day. It's still like only 10 o'clock. I still have the rest of the day, which I'm going to get a lot done. So, peace out, everybody. I'll be playing video games later on. And I'll be streaming it. So, peace out. What do you know about Dr. Dunch? Based on the unbelievable true story. I can't make sense of this. Dr. Death. Dunch has two deaths that we know of. Starring Joshua Jackson with Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin. I am going to fix you. All episodes streaming now, only on Peacock. What do you know about Dr. Dunch? Based on the unbelievable true story. I can't make sense of this. Dr. Death. Dunch has two deaths that we know of. Starring Joshua Jackson with Christian Slater and Alec Baldwin. I am going to fix you. All episodes streaming now, only on Peacock.